<laughs> Welcome to this episode of Was It Good? Today we're checking out Westworld, Season 3, Episode 1. I'm your host, Ravi, and we've also got my two brothers, Krishna and Arjuna. Guys, this one is a doozy. Was it real? Where can I buy Marshawn Lynch's t-shirt slash sweater? Can I please get a Brian Cranston cameo? Did anyone else catch Kid Cudi in this episode? Let's dive in. That's I, what you call a recap. That is a really good recap. And actually, you know what? Typically on this podcast, we start with our one-word impressions. Can we just talk about Marshawn Lynch's sweater yeah. slash t-shirt? You're driving this thing. I am driving it. <laughs> Let's do it. Right into the ground. Oh. <laughs> Did anyone catch his t-shirt and like what was happening with it? Emotions and then... Uh, it, Depending on what he was feeling, a different emotion would light up. Also, I think it's implied that he's high the whole episode. Is that correct? There's actually a lot of drug references. You see a lot, like <laughs> at least three characters put what looks like a little circular disc on their tongue, yeah, uh, which seems to be some type of calming uh, mm. drug. Yeah. And uh, there's a lot of drug references. Yeah. So, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of drug references. So, yes, he was oh, high. Man, potentially. That's just wonderful. Also, Lena Waithe was in this uh, episode. Lena we, Waithe being w- most famous for Masters of None. Speaking, though, of like Marshawn Lynch and him potentially being high, like a quick like side note what was announced today in NFL? Uh, yeah, <laughs> no marijuana or, or no marijuana tests anymore. Is that a coincidence? Is there a government conspiracy? You know, this it's, was filmed uh, almost in 2018, I want to say. So okay. he actually, okay. this was before he came back to Seattle last season. Hmm. Uh, so maybe. They should probably name this Marshawn Lynch Day. Two big things, right? The NFL pretty much legalizes weed. We don't know when they're going to play again, but they did that. And Marshawn Lynch uh, makes his TV Debut? Has he been on television before? He was. He was actually in Brooklyn Nine-Nine, season four. I was just watching it the other day. Oh, wow. And then, boom, Marshawn Lynch appears, and he's eating, I don't know, some sandwich. Like, uh, he's, uh, he's got tacos. And he's like, they forgot my pico de gallo. Oh, my God. And I thought that was pretty funny. All right, so, so. He's, he's, he's no stranger to the television. He's right. no stranger to the television. He's an aspiring actor. Yeah. Aren't we all? No, he's not inspiring. Yeah. He's made it. What are you talking about? He's in Westworld. He, he was in... Um, he's, he's done. He's there. Aspiring. <laughs> yeah, he's already done that. Anyways. So, moving into how we typically start this robotic podcast, mm. which is our one-word impressions. Yes. Wait, wait a second. Yes. When he said, I'm your host... Just so you know, you're Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, it doesn't. I'm cut off completely. <laughs> you're cut off completely. But when, oh, it doesn't matter. We won't use this as a social clip. But when, because you can't see me, I'm a host now. But when he said, I'm your host, Ravi, do you think Krishna wrote that with the intention that you are a host within Westworld? Are we thinking that this podcast has like drifted into the Westworld type of simulation type thing and we're just reliving this podcast over and over again oh that's, we're, in, we're in our own loop oh. yes yeah. we've so done this sucks. this is the 72nd loop of was it good yeah that's true actually we do keep doing these podcasts that, technically it's a 73rd loop if you count the lost episode that was known as the rise of skywalker oh, part which we did twice <laughs> anyway one word impressions krishna how would you summarize this episode in one word or less. You have ten uh, seconds. These to be one <laughs> word. It's overdramatic. That is my my one word. Uh, it's overdramatic. Um, but I think what I mean by that is that uh, a lot of the sort of performances to me seems a little bit overdramatic, a little bit 
you know, they, they were really trying to emphasize certain things. Uh, and I don't mean overdramatic in a bad way, by the way. I actually think that was done for a very specific reason. The reason being that they're in another park right now. Um, I think it's, to me, um, and here is why I would say that. And I'm already jumping ahead to theories. Oh, boy. Can I pull it? Should I pull it in or should I save it? Save Let's it. Save it to the theory right. section. Otherwise, I'll go theories and then yeah. we'll all stand there. And be like, what? Oh, we don't have any. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm so, going to say, say overdramatic, and I'll, 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 give you, I'll explain it more later. So the big thing, then, is listen on later. You'll hear Christian's theory. Yes. I have a theory of why it was overdramatic. I connected the podcast. There we go. Oh, is this like connected. the MCU? Mm. A podcast, yes. Arjuna, what would you say your one-word impression is? Future. <laughs> Fuck you. Are you serious? Yeah, of course. I prepped Dude, for this. What? This episode was all about the future. It was a. It was just a writer's room dump of imagine you're in the world of 2058, and um, go ahead. Keep wait, wait. Oh, you're in the world of 2058, mm-hmm. and what would everything realistically in our world of 2020 be like in 38 years? Right, mm-hmm. somewhat trying to draw from that right and what we've seen and everything and i thought it was really cool i thought it was it was cool to just see all these different these little types of uh inventions and kind of extensions of what we already have taking you know um smart home devices to like the next level of basically being able to do everything the very, even the simple things like the a telephone call um with that was seen by one of those the the that guy in the beginning of the episode who I don't even know who he really was. He was um, connected to Delos somehow. Yeah, he was connected. He was on a board and he yeah. had investment in Westworld, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So he was using yeah, augmented reality. But he, yeah. was, but he also had the, uh, the insight, which we'll pull in later. But Yeah, know. so like, I thought like just little things like that were really cool. The, you know, the design of the, the uh, vehicles, like the, the, the bicycles and the little helicopter ships and the conference calls. Just, <laughs> excuse me. All of those different details were really cool, and uh, it kind of is like, wow, like they really immersed you into what this futuristic world, and you got to see a little bit of that in season two mm. when we had some of the uh, Dolores kind of flashbacks to when she was taken out of the park, um, but I really liked what they did, because this was, in theory, all in, you know, the world. In the world. Yeah, yes, we'll yes, yes, we'll yes, yes, we will get to that, won't we? Yeah. I'm going to go for my one-word impression now that I had to pivot really, really hard. Don't you love a pivot? Sad. <laughs> Sad because it was so bad? Not because it was so bad. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, because Aaron Paul is obviously a – he's like one-third of the entire episode. We're yeah. following this new character, Aaron Paul, who to us is potentially a human being. I, I mean, this is I really, like how you said potential. I mean, every new person or thing <laughs> that we're introduced to is going to be like – is this real? Is yeah. this a person? Is it AI? Is it a simulation? Is it a dream? Is it a memory? Is it a deja vu? Is it not a alternate? Alter- you know, it's just, you know what the fuck is a that? memory. Yeah. yeah. But uh, Aaron Paul, so he's this, this person that is introduced to us, and he's very clear. He's clearly upset. He's distressed about something. PTSD, right? PTSD. Um, pretty much everybody that we're introduced to as a new character or reintroduced with uh, old characters, everyone is sad. That's true. You know, Bernard, he's a sad cow farmer person <laughs> yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I did like his beard. Dolores, for, 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 <laughs> to a degree, you can say, like, everything she's doing, she's doing it for, well, we don't know entirely why yet. She was the only non-sad character. She was just angry. 
Yeah, She's but anger. But you two. can argue, and maybe we're getting very philosophical here. But anger, you could just say, is an extension of sadness. No. Yes. No. I'm changing the, I'm, the rules. They can definitely be related, and I think in some sure. cases you can be right. Yes. But I think you know, in other cases, anger is just anger, and sadness is just sadness, and they don't always have to be related. Anyway, everyone was sad. I have spoken. This is the way. <laughs> Uh, just just for our audience, we like to normally combine the words into a sentence. If you take it in order of Krishna, Ravi, and Arjuna, our sentence is <laughs> overdramatic, sad, future. Wait a second. That's, that, that sounds like the present. <laughs> oh, dear <laughs> Like God. what we're currently going through. This sounds like this Westworld. This is incredible. Do you think... I, the quick side, side... Here, join me over here on the sidebar. Mm-hmm. Here's the sidebar, guys. We're over in sidebar conversation here. Tying things into the real world. Do you guys feel like sometimes things feel like a cosmic joke? Yes. And Westworld coming out now with like our current situation. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe I'm looking too much into it. And you could argue that with probably a lot of shows that are coming out this week, next week, and the next coming weeks. Yeah. But it just feels like this in particular just feels like a gigantic. It's too spot on. Yeah. Well, a and, little and, bit. And, and I think maybe bit. what you're referring to is the fact that everyone on the show questions, like, what is real? Yes. And uh, Yes, yes, yes. You know, are we just pawns in a bigger game, right? And it's, it's hard there's, not to feel like that with what's going on right there's now. There's even a character who actually goes on is like, we're all in a fucking simulation yeah. uh, type of rant yeah. in, early on in the episode, right. which was very spot on for current events, I would say, because there are a lot of people who are like, we're in a simulation right now. Or it, it, there's, <laughs> there's still a large contingent of people who think we're being fed false information, right? And that it, the whole thing's a hoax and the conspiracies that are flying around. Uh, you know, uh, and I would be remiss. We have to, we have to actually say that uh, it's coronavirus. Okay, we go. We should date what we're actually what we're talking about. This is what this is the, what is going on during the time of this podcast. So if you're listening to this podcast ten years in the future, you know what time this is from. Uh, just to uh, you know, just to prove we're not robots, it is insert disease that is currently relevant here. And it's going <laughs> what on. the hell? You just true. undated us. <laughs> you, you, you just ruined it, you fool. Oh, boy. You fool. So, how, I don't even know how, like, Westworld is one of those shows where, mm. like, we there's, um just before we started the episode tonight, we watched a YouTube channel's, like, recap, which is like a 10-minute recap or something. It was good. And then when we started the episode right on the dot at 6 p.m. Pacific time, Westworld or HBO has their own like two minute recap, and you sit there and you're still like, oh, there's so much other shit that is missing, right? Like I'm still confused about Tessa Thompson's character. Yep. Who the fuck that is? Yeah. Who the fuck is the new Scarface guy? I think the real. I like, think who the hell are these people? I think with Tessa Thompson, the real one's dead, right? Yes. She got shot. We, yes. Or is assumed? Did we actually? I don't remember. I don't remember if we even saw her die on screen. It, it's we saw. That we saw her shot. die. We saw her die. Dolores is Tessa for a second, and then she's not, and Tessa is somebody else. Yep. So I, I think the only thing you – maybe one way to simplify it is who is under Dolores' control and who is not, right? I think, I think – and that's, and that's maybe how you have to look at it uh, because Dolores is sort of like the new Anthony Hopkins character, I would think. She's sort of driving things now. I feel like Anthony Hopkins for a season and a half was sort of the one who – uh, you know, he wrote. He wrote. The, he was writing the script. He was the puppet master behind all the things. And now Dolores, she sort of freed herself from the, you know, the Matrix. Mm-hmm. Now she's the one who's driving things. She's like, uh, I've got a mission. I'm going. You know, it, the human race is going to pay, right? 
and uh, they're also inferior, and we're gonna have a new a new species. And she actually makes that reference uh, directly in this episode. A new species is gonna take over, and it's gonna rule the planet. The planet. <laughs> it's not a planet. It's not a simulation. Is Westworld just like the um, modern day telling of Planet of the Apes? Uh, yeah, I think I think honestly, there's a lot of references to other. And I was thinking this while I was watching. Like, there's so much Matrix in this, right? Matrix came out in 1999. Um, there's so much. Yeah, War of the Worlds. You know, you're just trying to figure out the world that you live in, and you just can't be sure what is real and what isn't. You know, and that story's been told many times for a long time, I think. Yeah, I honestly think the big thing of this season is going to be figuring out because we know she took about like six to eight cores, core things, cores yeah. of uh, different hosts. Is that is it actually six to eight? Yeah, like that's the the shot they show of her purse. Mm. Uh, oh, that's right. The uh, the Charlotte slash Dolores host that mm. leaves Westworld um, cores. And we saw when she revives Bernard, one of them was Bernard, yep. who she revives. And we saw that there was a Dolores and a Charlotte, right? Mm, right. So that's two of them. So there's four to six left. Yeah. And now she has given Scarface Man, whoever that is, yeah. um, an identity as well. So I think. James Marsden. I think part of it. <laughs> well, no, I he, think he, went to the, he went to the cloud. He went to the cloud place. <laughs> Wait, oh, there's a whole other cloud. Yeah. I, I think those that. those characters are done, honestly. No. Yeah, so here's the thing, right? When you're thinking about the future, uh, so Futurist, uh, I think it's futurist.org or futurist.com. It's a whole website. Uh, it's actually created by futurists. And their whole job is to project the timeline of the future. And one big concept for or popular future theory is that eventually uh, we're going to upload our consciousness into cloud-based simulations to live essentially forever. We did that. Yeah, well, you know, but like literally, though, you know, whatever. Whatever literally or figuratively. So I think it's significant whenever you hear the word cloud. And Westworld, the creators of Westworld are too smart, I think, to miss an opportunity like that. They'll, they'll be important somehow. Um, but uh, I had a point and now I've forgotten it. So <laughs> well, that's great. That's great. Yeah, we'll come back. Uh, okay, let's move more into the episode. So one of the new elements that were introduced into this particular episode, and I don't know if this... It was introduced in this episode. I'm not sure if it's going to appear throughout the rest of the season. I'm going to assume it is because it was heavily implied in their marketing, which is this circle thing, right, with data points. Insight. Insight. Yeah. This circle thing. Well, that's well, the company. Well, no, not the company. I'm talking about like when they were transitioning from location to location. It was a circle... And they're talking about like, oh, now we're in uh, Eng in uh, London, in right. Los Angeles, and stuff like that. If you go onto the website, there's the I think it's, it might be the Insight website, just might be the Del Delos Westworld website. But the same type of like graphical interface is shown with various like pivotal points in like human history. So, what do we think that is, and is that tied into the whole Insight AI thing that's uh, there? Yeah. The the insight thing to me is a little confusing, but the impression that I'm getting from this first episode is that they're in another simulation, right? And here's why. Every time we see Caleb, who is played by Aaron Paul, um, much like how the hosts are portrayed in Westworld, uh, he wakes up almost in the same position. He has uh, a motivation, right? Uh, he has his backstory, which is this PTSD event uh, that's causing him PTSD with Francis. 
Francis is even a voice in his head who's, who's calling him every now and then, you know, uh, either motivating him or not to do, you know, to live a certain thing. Every night he does the same thing, which is uh, play out this uh, almost Grand Theft Auto, the, the video game, uh, you know, playing out these like missions to make money. He does the same thing every night, you know. Um, and so he, he is clearly, clearly living a loop, right? Uh, and again, I, and I think the shot that sells it is just every morning he wakes up in the same position on the same bed. And he's just always like, ah. Do you think, though, that that's being presented to us to kind of say we as people yes. and even people in the future are playing and a they, loop in general? They've made, and they've already made that They've already made that connection in the, the last two seasons, right? Humans and these hosts are very similar. Humans are programmed, you know, whether we know it or not, from childhood, our environment, um, you know, all the things around us. So, yeah, you're absolutely right. He could be programmed. I just think the way that they sh- the creators chose to show things, I think it's supposed to imply, though, that he potentially is maybe someone Dolores brought back. Or the whole world is a simulation. I'm not sure. I mean, it's, it was implied, what, three, four, five, six times in this episode? Like simulation, dream on dream, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. Right. They also made a point of reference to reference how much time has passed for three or four months. It's been three months, right? Like Bernard says it's been 90-something days since I last saw her. You know, when the, we see the Charlotte uh, board meeting, it's been three months. The only thing that takes place, what se- what's the only thing that seems to take place directly after is when Dolores goes after the Insight guy um, at his home. And, you know... Wait, that's right after? That's right after that. That it, it, it appears to p- imply it because the the news is happening. And he wants to pull his stock right there and then, so it's just happened. Yeah, good call. And that you know, so that implies it's just happened, right? And she says, "I've not long been with this world, right?" So this is where she got her money and her resources. That's how. That's her Kickstarter. Yeah, exactly. that's her Kickstarter. That's her GoFundMe. What a <laughs> nice, generous person. <laughs> that's what we have to. Wasn't do Wasn't coerced to... at all. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, what do you guys think about this, though? Right. So, we have the we have the we have the quote unquote future. Uh, it seems like economically, what we've seen, people are doing pretty well for the most part. Seems like though Bernard is in a part of Asia, which is super rural. And now, did we always know that Westworld was on an island in Asia, or did we just learn that? No, we knew that. We knew knew it was in Asia. Yeah, in season two, it's introduced like there was a throwaway line of like, oh, the Chinese government's pissed Mm. that like this shit went to hell. Yeah. So we knew that it was in like the the, um, Eastern world, the Asian um, uh, ocean lands. Yeah. Yeah. And it was an island or Mm. a couple islands, I think. Yeah. Because now, because now that we're talking through it, uh, actually, I, I think I have like a. Do we have a predictions part in this? Thing? Yes, we do have predictions. Right, so I'll wait. Yet. I'll wait. I'll wait. You have right, a theory no. and a prediction. Yeah, Jesus sorry, Christ, I'm you're just jumping all teasing the like hell out of us. Yeah, sorry, I'm a tease. What? Uh, I'm just saying, I'm teasing. I'm teasing the future. That's <laughs> I'm teasing the future. I'm teasing the future right now. Well, so I do want to talk about how. And I'll just make this brief because I'm uh, covered. I'm I'm not seen right now on video. Are you sure? Look again. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I'm obviously what seems to be the big MacGuffin of this season, or at least this early part of the season, is the fact that there is this big spherical AI, mm-hmm. right? That 
according to let's say the majority of humans or like at least high up businessmen is the smartest piece of technology on the planet and they're right? using it for strategy and they're using it and no one and uh, it's 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 said in this episode that no one knows who's really controlling this piece of machinery well that doesn't um uh Scarman drop a name right before he gets shot by his doppelganger yes kevin so, wasn't it Sycar or something? Or, or, I thought he said Kevin. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, I'm going with that. You're, you're going to go with Kevin from yeah, the office? For the rest of the season, I'm going to be like, guys. where's Kevin? Who's Kevin? No, it's not where's Kevin. Kevin. I think it was like, I thought it was, maybe. Well, yeah, wouldn't maybe that be Kevin. kind of fun? fun. We'll find Kevin. We'll find <laughs> Kevin. Who the fuck is Kevin? <laughs> it's such a generic name. Like Kevin, exactly. Ma- Kevin Malone? I love that. Yeah, Kevin Malone from the Kevin office. Kevin Malone. Oh, my God. Oh, Jesus. Uh, okay, so... We've gone through a little bit, of barely anything. Let's be honest. That's <laughs> Joe. That's so much. Let's uh, let's specify a couple of things. Like right off the bat, you don't see Maeve at all. She's not even mentioned in this episode, which is fine. No Maeve, no Man in Black. And there was there were five characters I noticed this specifically listed in the opening credits as main characters. Right? The serum. So that is Evan Rachel Wood, who plays Dolores. Uh, Tandy Newton, who plays Maeve. Um, Wish she was in the opening credits. The oh the what, previously right no 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 in in terms of list when they play the oh. theme song and they list character they list the cast names right gotcha okay uh, Ed Harris was listed third as uh, the man the man black. in black Tessa Thompson was Tessa in there. Thompson was listed fourth as Tessa the, Thompson as Char- <laughs> as Charlotte Hale but she's obviously Charlotte Hale the human is dead so it's the Charlotte Hale lookalike the host. doppelganger yeah we don't know exactly who and then Aaron Paul. As Caleb, what Those about, the, that's it. Those what are the about only the guy five. who plays Bernard? I forget his name. Oh, he, I, I he was also listed. So it was was six. six? I'm sorry. Okay, uh, Jeffrey Wright. As Jeffrey Bernard. Wright. That's yeah. Bernard. So it's uh, six. That's it. Part of the show. Uh, interesting. Well, I mean, that's a, that's a easy, right? Bernard is at the end of this episode. We see him pull out a map and he gets on a boat and he's like, "Take me here." And they're like, "Why do you want to go there?" He's like, "I gotta find a friend or whatever." In West, so he's going back to Westworld, so we assume that's where he's going to probably meet back up with. Did Man in Black and did anyone else? Maeve? Did anyone else get like Jurassic Park vibes? Oh, I, the whole when, thing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> when yeah. When he's like, "I want to go back to the island," I was like, "Oh, Jurassic Park." Okay. Well, it is Michael. Cool. Cr- it's Mi- Michael. Uh, it's the same creator. It's, it's the same guy who made Jurassic Park. You you do realize what? this, right? Wait, we've talked. Okay. Does he have a we've fascination with this. parks? So we've talked about. Wait, this is he connected to Disneyland? You, you do Did realize you know Walt Disney? that Jurassic Park was a book first. Was a book, but also as a joke, but maybe not a joke. Can also be a park. Guys, guys, as Another guys. simulation? Well, I thought it was Game of Thrones. Oh. HBO did try really hard, and they talked about uh, briefly having a Game of Thrones park. I mean, I think that, I'm yeah, not going to lie, I feel like the amount of different parks that they could have done, they kind of fucked up on it, because we got the Shogun World, which was just a spinning image of... Westworld. Well, the just, idea there is to show that the, they're unoriginal in their stories, and they just translate. No, I, I understand that, but it would have been kind of cool to see like some weird, wacky no parts because the whole point of the show, unless we're in a park, still. is to show a story, and unfortunately, they're really uh, st- stories are interesting. It's a different combination of very simple plots, and there's only so many simple plots that you can do over and over and over again because it's all a loop. You, you can dress it up, make it different, but. The, the, the basic core plots. Mm-hmm. There's only like 23 or 33 or something like that. So, yeah. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, drugs. Drugs. 
Yeah, there was a lot going of back to my, my homeboy Marshawn Lynch. Do we think Marshawn Lynch? This is it. We're gonna see more of him. Please, can we see more of him? We're gonna see more of him. Uh, I don't know about that. Just because the what? scenes, the scenes we saw in the trailers were all shown in this episode with Marshawn Lynch. Oh yeah, uh, it was the exploding one where they're holding their ears and there's an explosion. Him punching the guy. Those were the two big ones I remember, and we saw those and a couple extra. I don't know unless he calls them up in him working with Dolores. I don't see it happening. Mm. I mean, I'm sure he's going to be a fan favorite and people are going to want more, but this might be it. That's a shame. Well, you know what? He went out with a bang. I mean, he was there. I mean, he got anger. He got anger and then he like punched the guy in the face. He has the coolest shirt of 2020. Yeah. So let's talk real quick. So, Obviously, Aaron Paul's new character, Caleb, right? Caleb, Caleb, yeah. Caleb is introduced to Marshawn Lynch through real-life GTA, right? Yeah. Basically, it seems like, if anyone is familiar, in Grand Theft Auto, you, in the newest one, you can basically go on your phone and pick up crimes to go do, and you make some money. And in this world, there's an app built for it. I challenge those listening, those watching, if this type of system actually exists... Please send us information about it because I would love to do a deep dive and actually discover if this world really exists. There's actually that simple. sounds illegal. That's there's, simple. There's a movie that came out recently with Daniel Radcliffe called Guns Akimbo. Oh yes. Where the premise of the the movie is there's this underground oh. black market where people are like assigned killing contracts and kill people. Mm. And I mean, it's all recorded, it's all streamed live. And he's just basically an internet troll that makes fun of this culture, then he gets kidnapped, gets guns bolted to his hand, and then must contribute into this society. <laughs> Arjuna's uh, biggest movie pick of 2020. I haven't seen it. I want to see it. I mean, and, uh, can we see it? No. Just because, uh, I don't know if you just saw it, or it just broke, that uh, the mayor has said, uh, should I read it? Is, it? is it worth it? Sure. Show it. It's relevant. <laughs> it makes us timely. <laughs> Yes, yes. Uh, hold on. My computer's now frozen. Anyway, the mayor of L.A. just said that he's restricting until March 31st. Uh, no gyms, no entertainment venues. Restaurants can only do delivery only. Uh, supermarkets still remain open. Um, so entertainment venues, I would say, also includes uh, movie theaters. So I think those are gone there it until is. March 31st. Well, that sucks. So, yes, we can't see it. <laughs> All right, never mind. Guess we won't be watching that movie. Long-winded ever. way of saying no. No. Yes. No. But anyway, going back to the original point. Yep. Uh, there probably is some type of like dark web. Oh, so it's probably in the dark web. Duh. Yeah. That's so stupid. I wonder if someone has, has developed that already where it's like as simple as like pull out an app and it's like, oh, I'm going to go do a, a quick bank robbery. <laughs> Select. Ding. Quick. Wow. I wonder if people actually use Grand Theft Auto V online to coordinate and like simulate. Don't give people ideas. Real man. life crime. Yeah. Don't. Don't. Stop. That, Take that I, out of the podcast. Someone has said that. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Let's move into our favorite parts because mm. we're all uh, fans of the show. We've been watching it for far too long. Four years. Four mm. fucking oh years. God. So, uh, Arjuna, what would you say your favorite part of this episode was? Uh, I think what I really liked about the episode was probably I really actually liked um, uh, Dolores's character, to be honest. 
I like that. I, I've. I mean, she's clearly been the protagonist of the show from the start. I've liked the arc that we've seen, and she seems to be on a mission. And kind of like Chris, to Krishna's point earlier, I think you know part of what her arc is this season is figuring out what that mission is. Right? We as the viewer are watching this person on their mission, what they're doing. And I think it's going to be fascinating to see, like, what exactly that is. Because, like, you get some idea, like, oh, at the beginning, she's she's clearly going at, like going after people that have wronged her, mm-hmm. right? There's a lot of people <laughs> that probably visited this park. Yes. Uh, but there's also something else, right? She's hinted at that a revolution is coming. She wants her species, hosts, to kind of be the new dominant species. Yep. Um, and so she's infiltrating specific... Uh, companies with different interests, and I think you see that with her taking, you know, killing, s- killing Scarface. This was all part of the plan. Like nothing went wrong when she was drugged and like taken out. That exactly, I think, went according to what. She yeah, otherwise to she wouldn't have him as a body double set up and ready to go. Exactly, exactly. So I, I that that's what that's that's my favorite part, and I'm fascinated to see where it goes. Hmm. Christian, what would you say your favorite is, if you have one? Um, Negative Nancy over here. Uh, yeah, no, my favorite part probably is when uh, Bernard is speaking to himself. <laughs> uh, it, it's, 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 it's pretty funny. So he, he'll be like, you know, he's got a thing plucked into his arm, and he's just like... Uh, what does he call his other he's doing, self? He's doing like the... the, the the technicians, it's a self, it's not self-diagnosis, yeah. but it's like a technician diagnosis yeah. of each host that yeah. they do this. Yeah, but he asks himself one qu- specific question. It's like, would you lie to me? So he's like asking his subconscious, right? Would you lie to me? And there's a good three-second pause. No, no, I would not lie to you. <laughs> I was like, what? What? Like, do you, unbelievable. Do you I think love that it. was like hilarious. true, like in real life, like, um, like the creators of Worst Wars were like, man, do you ever have those moments where you talk to yourself and you're just like, oh, yeah. I'd never lie to you. Yes, I would. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I think we're all a little schizo, you know, a little multi- multiple personality disorder. Well, they schizo. say you have like a voice. Your, was it your oh, yeah. id? Is it your id or something? Well, it I depends, don't know. It depends on it depends on which model you're looking at. I mean, that's but we all supposedly models, have so. that voice. It's your your conscience, right? I mean, that's that's part of it. You have many voices. That's the point. You, you I have, have I have an inside voice. I have an outside. Yeah, voice. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You even have a voice that's like, yeah, I, I don't know. Go steal someone's candy. You know, I would never steal candy. <sighs> well, I would steal. Nope. A Zapdos card? Yeah, I was still a Zapdos card by you right. know manipulation, but whatever. <laughs> My favorite part, because nobody asked me. Yeah. And okay, let's move on to our least favorite parts. So my favorite part's gonna be uh the stuff with Aaron Paul and the GTA stuff. Oh yeah. It yeah. was shot really, really entertaining. It was very, very different. For a show that's now entering obviously its third season, it, this in, this entire episode, I said to you at the beginning, I was like, was this worst world? Did it feel a little different? And I think those sequences with Aaron Paul being introduced to another character and especially being played by a strong actor, it allows us to kind of see something a little bit different. We've been in Westworld for two seasons. We get it, right? Now we're seeing the real world and we're seeing what people are doing. I think it's fascinating and how it's presented is also very, very interesting. So I thought the entire sequence with like Marshawn Lynch, I unfortunately don't know the actress's name that was also with them. Lena Waith. Lena Waith. Was all very very interesting, and I thought that was cool. Nice, yeah. yeah. Plus the music was dope. It's future yeah, music. Yeah, yeah, future music. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It wasn't yeah. the Hue, but whatever. It should have been Kid Cudi. You know, it'd been great if it was the Hue, because then you could argue 
that the hue exists in the Star Wars universe because it's in the Fallen Jedi, yeah. Jedi Fallen Order game. So it's canon there. And it also would be in the Westworld world. So then they're connected. Yeah, but that's so. Technically, then Hugh is a Disney. Oh, that song is a Disney thing, right? I don't know how. Which is why I haven't been able to buy it yet. Yeah, you can't buy it, which sucks. Side tension, but whatever. Least favorite part. Uh, I'll go first. No, go ahead. Uh, (laughs) My oh, go ahead. My least favorite part. uh, I'm gonna say probably just the 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 guy in the beginning. um, Oh, the the older the Delos guy. Uh, Whatever his name was. Douchebag. Yeah, he was annoying. And also, uh, you know, it it just wasn't believable to me. And um, I felt myself kind of yawning. Like, he just wasn't very... He didn't... Like, to me, it was a a way to get into the show, right? And it just felt to me a little bit too... Oh, here we go. Of course, it has to be Dolores murdering someone. So it was like the character and also the whole situation. I'm like, it was, it's just too, it's too blatant. It's too obvious. Right. You know, she didn't hoping, murder him. He murdered himself. Well, yeah, that's true. But he ran into the water. Yeah. Well, try, yeah, it's true. Um, but it was just, it was just so expected. And I was, I was a little disappointed that because Westworld is, is sort of built on these like twists and turns and you question what is real and what is not. And it's just such an obvious, <laughs> oh, of course she's taking revenge on someone and getting information and money that she needs for her. You know, robotic uh, revolution. I'm like, oh, come on. Yeah, one of the biggest complaints about season two was the intricacy and uh, twists. And Jonathan Nolan and Lisa Joy, the creators of the show, also husband wife team, said that their goal of season three was to streamline and simplify. Oh boy, that might not be a good thing. Well, I'm I'm actually okay with that because season two is very convoluted <laughs> and confusing. Right, the fact that we don't even know if Tessa Thompson. Who she is at this point? But she, she's been played. She she has played four different characters at least, right? But that, so we don't even know, right? So but I, 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 it's not a bad thing. Yeah, just don't do it hokey pokey. Well, I don't think season two had hokey pokey in it. Like you're going off like from season one to season two. Season one was like this thing. If you're not familiar with the story, you go into it completely blind, and you're like, okay, what the fuck is happening? And then it's like you get kind of like the reveal. And kind of get your grounds, like, episode two and three. I think it's okay third season into this, like, we don't know one particular element. We still kind of have a general sense of what's happening. We have a Bernard who's... who's And real quick, Bernard was my personal least favorite thing of this. Is like, Bernard was his badass, like... Yeah, he was never badass. Well, his badass in the sense of, like, this philosophical, like, weird droid, android... Come back, die, come back, messed kind of up there. Caretaker of the host. Right? right, right. But then you've got this like entire, I don't know. It just, it felt like he was just there to be there. It didn't feel like it really did anything I just, beyond well, no, like, no, no. Well, here's my counter to that. Sure. You're starting, Bernard, you know, being one of the primary characters, he's starting at a low point, right? He Rare. was killed. He was at, killed at the end of season two, brought back by his self declared arch nemesis for, you know, this arc. Uh, he's on the run, he's wanted, he's at his lowest point, and I think this season's going to show this guy go from his lowest point back up. This is character has to build himself all the way back up, because he, his each of his seasons is about discovery, right? Season one is discovering that he's a host. Season two is about him finding his consciousness, and now season three is, is him doing something. Probably fi- <laughs> it's it's doing about something. finding his voice. Oh my god! Well, he did. He found his voice last season. His no, no, no. Voice. His voice, as in, he's going to lead people. 
his 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 outer voice, not his inner voice. He found his inner voice. That would be consciousness, Arjuna. Something you lack. <laughs> oh. I am a sociopath. <laughs> so what's your least favorite pat part path? My path. Part. Uh I think my least favorite part has to be Hmm. I really liked the episode, but probably the the executive guy that she's dating. Oh uh, yeah. Dolores. The insight, inside son. The insight son. The son of the creator of insight, <laughs> apparently. Right? Yeah. yeah. Like I just there was something about his character, almost similar to what Christian said about the older guy, that I felt about this character. Like it's not believable, just uninteresting. And I hope you know, it seems like they threw him away because he's just a figurehead, and I kinda hope it stays that way. It uh, wasn't. <laughs> so but we'll see. Yeah, I just I didn't think his character was particularly strong. I mean, maybe that's part that's the story, obviously. He's not supposed to be a particularly strong character, but those sequences were Miley's favorite for sure. Word. All right, so we're moving into our theories. Christian, you both have a theory and a bold prediction. What do you want to do first? Uh, I'm gonna do my theory because then I'm gonna re I'm gonna refute it with my prediction. Oh, okay. Well, here we go. A lot of Krishna. Go ahead. Uh, I'm making. I'm gonna streamline this too. He does. So understand. thank you, Krishna. And that's as streamlined <laughs> as it gets. Now, uh, so my theory, which I'm actually gonna re- refute in a second. My theory is that they're in another simulation. Um, well, we have a direct line from the guy at the party. He's like, oh, you know, don't you ever feel like this is a simulation and a simulation? Um, the fact that there's so many drugs being passed around, nobody really knows what they're doing. Um, also, the way it's shot and the way this world is portrayed, it's like too perfect. Uh, some of the shots were like, there's like one shot where they're getting off the plane and it's just framed so perfectly. I'm like, and I, and I feel like that was done to show that they're almost in like a, a dream world. Right. So, and also the fact that Aaron Paul wakes up in the same position every day. Uh, everyone's on a loop. Um, you know, Dolores thinks she's escaped to the real world, but uh, Anthony Hopkins' character has written a world in a world. Right. And the maze is never ending. You can never truly escape it. Uh, my prediction refutes this in that I think uh, this was all done a little too intentionally. If I know the Nolan brothers, uh, nothing is ever really what it seems. So my prediction is that we'll be thrown for a loop. They actually are in the real world, and everyone in the real world wish it wasn't real because they're trying to escape from it. Real world, the real world feels like a dream, and it's not that great, and they want to escape, but they can't because it is real. So it's a double negative, essentially. Double negative, you exactly. think it, but They want you to think it's a fake world, yes. but it isn't a fake. It's yes. real, and everyone's depressed. Exactly. It's exactly what you think it is. It's, <laughs> no, they want you to think. And I, and, and I think to me it seems obvious. They want you to think this is another simulation. It's too overt to me, right? The line. Simulation and simulation. It, it's, that right there is the, is the nugget in this whole thing. And made me think about, you know what? They wouldn't do that. They would not put that line in. They're not that dumb, right? That line is there to make, to, to, to make you start thinking for this entire season, right? That things are fake. Like this is, none of this is real. And so, I think the twist at the end is that it is the real world, and it's very disappointing. You're supposed well, to be. So that's your season prediction. Yes. Because we are, are we going to do like we did for Mandalorian, like season no, prediction, no, no, episode no, no, predictions? No, 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 we're not going to do that. That's that's a lot, and it gets convoluted like crazy. I think we have like big throwout. You know, whenever we personally are like, "Oh, this is my prediction mm. based on whatever." I would my rebuttal to that though, uh, Christian is like, mm-hmm. we learn in episode one or two of season one of Westworld that these are hosts and they're living out their simulation or whatever. I think it's been 
presented already that anything that we're seeing could potentially just be this a load of bullshit and just nothing is real. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if them throwing these like, oh, is it simulation or the simulation man or whatever is necessarily like, um, you know, them trying to like say that they're not in the real world. Trying to trick you, basically. Trying to trick you. I think it's kind of assumed at this point that we are in the real world. Mm-hmm. But again, you, you never know. I mean, with the creators, they like to fuck with us. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I think, and that's done intentionally. And I think their intention is to be like, because let's be honest, a lot of people feel like that, especially right now, right? Yes. You talk about timing and, you know, and, and that's not just with current events. And I think it's just as we move more into an age where we're more plugged into this, right? right and this, things around us start to feel less real because we start using more of our, our, our intellect to think about things and, and exist in other worlds that don't actually exist. Like online games and movies and TV shows. And when you immerse yourself in those sort of mediums all the time, right? Real world doesn't feel so real anymore, right? And I think they're going to play, I think they're playing with that hardcore with this whole thing. So I think it is going to turn into a double negative. And they're like, no, it's real. It's just that you're fucked up, that, you know, you're, you're, you have habits that lead you to think <coughs> things aren't real when they are, or whatever. Don't judge me. Does anyone else have any theories, bold predictions? I mean, I, I think the first two seasons have played with time. Yes. Right? Mm. I think the Ooh, same is said for season three. I wonder how many scenes, how much is post the destruction of Westworld and pre-destruction of the of Westworld. You know, particularly with Dolores and Bernard, right? We're assuming it's the same time. Yep, but I, especially with all the references to time, Bernard being paranoid about him being manipulated, I think there is. Wait, even though that like Bernard says it's been ninety two days and yeah, I remember though his thing might be lying to him, right? Yeah, his internal, his whatever, his whatever, whatever the hell he's talking to, (laughs) you know? Yeah, so I I just think there's something with time here. That that would be one theory I have. There's some type of time element. I don't know. I mean, just one episode in, I don't know what it is. And even the end of season two referenced it with the man in black kind of having the, um, I forget what the test was called, the test to see if you. Turing test? The tur- yeah, to basically see if you if a human could be a robot, right? Oh, and, no, it's if a robot could trick a human. Yeah, but remember, like, the Man in Black was, like, reliving it, so you don't know, like, what you've seen of the Man in Black, if it was actually what happened, or it's him reliving what right. he did. that's true. All that type of stuff. And we know he's in the season. Mm. And so I'm just, I mean. Where is he again? He's still living out the nightmare? No, he, uh, so we He left him. the park. Well, Where no, he, he was, he was in a, a tent on the park. Right. He was in a tent. He got shot up pretty bad. Yeah. And he was, yeah, on the park. And then he leaves the tent at one point towards the end. And we assume he went back somewhere else. But then it jumps forward to the future where a host version of himself is reliving this loop. So we assume that's the present. The host version. No, the host version is the future. (laughs) I mean, it's the present of where we're at in season three. No. How do you know? It's in the far, far future. Because they're clearly in Westworld and everything is decayed and rotten and destroyed. Right? Yeah. And they said it was in the far future. No. See, here's the thing with the time. What does that mean? Well, no, Which future? Which relative future are we talking Nolan about? Nolan said it's in the distant, distant, distant future. That's what that scene is. 
Whoa. He said that at the end of season two in like post interviews or whatever. He did. Interesting. He says in the distant, distant future. Why would he say that? Because people asked him and he answered. <laughs> Interesting. Christian, I don't know yeah. how much more serious, yeah. like simple I can get this. It's not simple. It's never simple. Life, life is never simple. You motherfucker. Oh, sorry. <laughs> what about you? Do you have any predictions or theories? Yeah. Um, my bold prediction is I will not lose interest in this like I lost interest <laughs> in Star Trek Picard. That is n- that's <laughs> cheating. You can control how you feel about things, whether you Still think you can or not. A bold prediction. It's not bold to go boldly where no one has gone. In fact, before. I'm gonna say that as a cowardly. If you're gonna make a new section, cowardly predictions. <laughs> that's number one right there. We can just designate it that. All right, it's a cowardly prediction. Put an asterisk. Juno, do you have any bold predictions? Yes. Uh, I believe that. I believe. <laughs> I believe. I believe in a no. thing called believing. Uh, I believe. I believe. I mean, this might be considered a safe prediction. <laughs> I believe Caleb is a host. Mm. That's a lame one. No, I, I, it's a better prediction than yours. My prediction was great. Yours is just like, I believe I will be interested. Oh, but you know what? I'll take it one step further. I believe Caleb is a host, but Dolores and all the other hosts don't know he's a host. And the host, and I believe, the host, host, host. And I believe, and to take it even one step further, I believe there are already multiple hosts out in the real world. Uh, and do you think maybe there has something to do with the insight AI thing that's yes. uh, doing something? Yes, I do. I think there's. Uh, I think it's connected. So we have like five different factions now. We have humans. <laughs> we have the cloud. We have the hosts left on Westworld. We have the hosts that left Westworld, and now we have Insight hosts. Mm-hmm. Because I don't know if you guys remember. Caleb, uh, wait, if your theory is correct. Caleb also drops a line that he has been shot in the head before. Oh, yeah, that's a great point. That's right. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. That's and, actually, uh, that's probably as soon as I heard job. that line, I'm like, you're not real. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, and as Creed would say from the office, you're not real, man. <laughs> I didn't even walk away. That's true. Like, this AI thing presents something that's kind of interesting where it's like we have these host things that are not full true AI, and it's being presented as this giant insight AI thing. We don't know what it is, and it has been running. And Aaron Paul's character actually says, like, a line of, like, the they don't care about the individuals, or it doesn't care about the individuals. And the son of the creator of the AI said, like, wouldn't it be great if we could set a course for everyone's life? And have this thing just do that, and then everyone's like a host. Would be great, like yeah. like what they do for hosts, essentially give everyone a motivation and a path. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Jonathan Nolan is the brother of Christopher Nolan, and if there's anything you know about Christopher Nolan movies, they never waste a line of dialogue, yeah. and it normally it, there's normally a double meaning to everything that's said. Um, Gets annoying. Definitely does. <laughs> <laughs> no offense, John, if you're watching, <laughs> but sometimes it's you're just like oh. Give it. Give me something. It's straight. not. Rea- it's not realistic, right? Yeah. Like no one talk. Yeah. No one talk. Like no one talks in sentences that have three meanings. Like it's so deeply philosophical. But it is interesting for a show like this. Yeah, sure. Being that season three, episode one, I doubt anyone has a rant. I have a rant. Let's hear it. Not enough product placement. <laughs> no hot takes. Fun fact, though, Aaron Paul was actually cast as a character in season one, but had to turn it down. Arjuna, why in season one and in 2016 did he have to turn it down? And which character? So he never confirmed it, uh. but most people believe he was cast as the young man in black uh, in season one. The reason he had to turn it down was there was a show that he was cast in at the same time that he's also an EP on. Oh, Little God. known show. On Hulu, 
that Krishna watched the first season. Speaking of, of what is real, <laughs> what was that show? Actually, I completely forgot the it's name. About of a, it's about the cult. It's about a cult. It's what about a cult. cult. The following. Cult. Not the following. Not the following. Um, I can look it up. Yeah. Quick, but. It's a, but basically, he is in there. So it's like this tight knit religious cult. And it's all about buying into this belief system. And he breaks free of the cult. And because he breaks free, some thinks he's the chosen one. The path. And others, and others the path, think he's it. the Antichrist. Yeah, it, the, show, the show is called The Path. So he was involved in this show called The Path, which is again, and he couldn't, so ironic. he couldn't do it uh, at the time, and he really regretted it. And he said that, and uh, they came back to him with uh, this character Caleb in season three, and he was very excited to join it. Yeah, yeah. Which honestly, I'm glad he wasn't cast as the man in black, the young man in black, just because he would have only been around for one season. I thought Jimmy Smith, uh, who played the young man in black, did a great job. Is that his name? Jimmy Smith? Jimmy Smith, I believe. You sure? Uh, maybe Jimmy Simpson? I don't know. Jimmy. What is I, feel, I feel like Jimmy Smith is. Uh, you're right. That, uh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Jimmy Smith is uh, the. Bail Organa. Bail Organa. How do you confuse those guys? <laughs> who did you just confuse? <laughs> he just called Young Man in Black the actor Jimmy Smiths, who is Bill McKenna. He's actually Jimmy Simpson. Jimmy Simpson. Wow. There we go. I mean, all right, same wow. initials. Close enough. Close enough. JS, JS. Yeah. They kind of look similar, right? Yeah, I can see it. No. That's terrible. No, they, they, that is flat out no, terrible. Oh, my God. All right, kids. I think we finally hit that point. All right. Krishna. Yeah. Was. Westworld. Westworld season three, episode one, good. I'm gonna say yes. Um, uh, you know, I, I I enjoyed it. It was the pr- well played. I, I, I'm gonna say this too. Um, the scene, the one scene where uh, you have the it's a one shot inside of the car. We have the backup cam, and you just see Dolores mowing down all these mm. guys, and then she gets back in the car, and then reverses, and you see a guy getting run over in the backup cam. <laughs> That scene I thought was really, really good. I was they've like, always, is, they've always loved is, their cinema. Yeah, this is cinema. This is cinema level. Cinema, that one shot right there, you know, elevated the whole thing in my mind. And there were some really beautiful shots in this as well, which we come to expect from the show. Um, there, I was disappointed with how it started, but there were there were enough questions posed and enough uh, sort of mysteries mm. that they've presented that I'm I'm hooked. Uh, I'm in for another another season. I was not excited about this season, I will add. Um, but I, I'm hooked. I was entertained, and I will watch it again. And yes, it was good. Arjuna, was Westworld Season 3, Episode 1 good? No, it was great. I really, really? loved this episode. Uh, I'm really excited for this season. And uh, yeah, I thought it was like, a pretty perfect season premiere. Gave you just the right amount of information. Leaves you a lot of questions. Hooked. I'm definitely coming back next week and the rest of the season. And yes, I will watch it again with the full season and full show one day. Ravi was the thing good. I want to say no, but mm. I'm going to say yes because yeah, it was legitimately good. But or it was, yeah, it was, it was it was good. Yes, but I'm torn because I have to wonder: Are we saying it was good because we've been starved of Westworld for so long? Mm. And I always wonder that question, like. We hit it on an almost two-year hiatus where we have not seen Westworld. We were not so involved in that world. It has been so, so long. Yeah. And I, I, I truly wonder, like, are we saying it's good because we, we truly want it to be good because of what's happening with things right now? Like, we need something to be entertained mm. and enjoy right now. 
No, uh, and the reason that I'll say no is legitimately good is because I actually too wanted to say it was not good. Oh, but this episode reminded me it re- it pulled me back into the world because it's been two years and I've forgotten about that world and that's why I wasn't excited about this. I was yeah. like Westworld. I really had to scratch my brain and be like, "What is that world again? Huh? You know, you remember the a little fuck bit. is that? This thing pulled me right back in. They the characters, especially Dolores, like Arjuna hit on the head. Yeah, she's driving this thing now. And she is great. I also thought they did a great job of taking a show and remixing it a little bit, right? Yeah, yes. like I said, the, yes. the, that sequences and introducing Aaron Paul's character, yeah. I think those definitely definitely it's, it's revitalized my interest. Because honestly, for me, at the end of season two, I was like... You're over Westworld. Uh, yeah, I was, like, <laughs> I was just like... Uh, yeah, I'm like, I don't know how much more you can do it like this. You know we're going back to Westworld. Because yeah. <laughs> of Bernard, right? Yes, but I I don't think it's going to be in the same way. I th- and uh, and I I know we've you know I've mm. I've watched a couple trailers for the season, and it it they do go back to the worlds, right? Um, particularly with Maeve's character. Spoiler alert. What? Um, <gasps> you read spoilers, you dum dum? No, in the trailer you can tell she's in a, an, a another world within Westworld, right? Westworld. Um, but yeah, I I still think it is very exciting with what they're with what they're doing, and I'm I I like that the seasons are ten episodes, and I think I'm very excited for the ride we're going on right now. It's a good starting point. Let's see if they can continue it through. I have one question before we wrap it up. First uh, two seasons, uh, this is this is a tough. Do you think this has is this the potential? Forget about the last season of Game of Thrones. Is this potentially better than Game of Thrones? No, I, I don't. I don't want to put a curse on it. Okay, that's <laughs> I don't want to talk that's about smart. that. That's a smart. I, yeah. All right, I, all right. I, no, no, because yeah, I, don't want to I hate to say it. Yep. There was another expectations. I understand. The, the thing is, like, let's just talk about HBO real quick <clears throat> as like a distribution platform, and there's a bunch of producers and executives and presidents that run that fucking thing. They have a fucking problem when it comes to ending series. Yeah. Let's not imagine that they'll fuck this up. They fucked up HBO. Um, they fucked up Game of Thrones. They fucked up Silicon Valley. Disagree. You think they fucked up Silicon Valley? Silicon Valley. Oh, they Silicon up. Valley was uh, was good. <clears throat> wasn't great. Wasn't exceptional. But it wasn't bad either. Had the potential. They fucked it up. Yeah, sure. Well, either way. Either yeah. way. I don't. I'm. I'm just very. Op- I'm very cautious when it comes to like sure. good things. I hope they don't screw this up. Fair enough. Plus, we don't know when it's going to end, right? There's been no like this is the final season or next. We don't know. I don't. Yet, I think so. they're. I think we're past the halfway point. If I had to guess, I would hope so. I think no we've idea. got maybe one more season, and then I'm like, cool. I don't care anymore. Well, we got to see how it evolves, right? Because put it this way, if this world ends up being a simulation, that's at least three more seasons. Oh, but if this is the real world, yeah, I would say one more season after this, and we could probably wrap this up. It's a wrap. But honestly, that's that's the way I say going. And just like Christian said, it's a wrap. That's a wrap on this podcast. We are Was It Good. You can find us on Twitter at Was It Good, on Instagram at Was It Good BTM, on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Was It Good. We will most likely be doing another podcast on episode two of season three of Westworld. Definitely check that out wherever you subscribe to your podcasts. We also want to start doing some throwback was it goods on some of the movie classic TV classics too? Tweet at tweet at us at was it good for any of your suggestions. We'll probably run like we'll probably put a tweet up there. You can respond. Um, 
Yeah. Also, they don't have to be classics. They can be very can be obscure. obscure movies. Because honestly, we need stuff to do and watch. We should try and find Guns Akimbo. Yeah, yeah, that could be one. That that'd be I'd be down. Goodbye.